Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan, here with another exciting episode of The Morning Show. Today is Friday, October 1st, 2021. The weather outside today is going to be a high of 79 and a low of 55. And I know that's not the complete weather, that's just the temperature, but if you want the complete weather, you have an app on your phone for that. Uh, I'd just like to bring up the weather real quick because then you know how hot it's going to be outside today, which is always my main concern. It's not so much how cold or what the temperature is. It's just how hot. So today is going to be 79 degrees hot, which might as well be 80, which to me feels like 100. So I'm going to try to stay inside during the hottest part of the day. But then the most beautiful thing or one of the more beautiful things about living in the mountains of western North Carolina is that there will often be a 20 or more degree difference between the hottest part of the day and the coolest part of the evening, usually, or or the early morning. And so 55 degrees later on today, that's something I can really look forward to. And I'm going to try to get outside and do some yard work when it's cool. Uh, That's like what I do when it's cool outside. I go outside and do yard work. It's my, My whole life is yard work, it seems like. Um, and making podcasts and eating food. But uh, any hoodles, today on the uh, morning show, I just wanted to say that I, I just want to talk about food tours for a minute. And I like to touch on this subject every once in a while because they are what I do for a living. All of the podcasting and writing and posting and stuff, most of that I don't get paid for. Lately, um, I have been getting paid subscribers to my newsletter. So thank you very much to those people. And I will soon, I'll start a newsletter special just for the paid subscribers. Right now, the newsletter is the newsletter. It goes out to everybody and it's free unless you want to sign up. So the people who earn me unless you want to pay. And so the people who paid, I really appreciate that because you didn't have to. And so, but, and now that I've got quite, like a growing number of paid subscribers, I'll start to write special newsletters just for the paid subscribers. So stay tuned for that. Um, And so, but let's talk about, oh, and I do get paid by Ash Vegas. I want to mention that, you know, Jason throws me some money for those things, but I will be, I'm perfectly happy and willing to say that that doesn't pay the bills. um, And, but I do it out of a passion I do all of that that I just talked about out of passion. I do food tours for money. And so, and because I love them, I mean, it is the best job on earth if you're the right person for it. And lo and behold, I discovered I am the right person to lead food tours. I love doing them and I get good feedback. So I think people really enjoy taking tours with me. So I bring it up. I get a lot of questions about food tours. These days I'm doing one food tour a week, only on Wednesdays, and it goes from 4 to 7.30. So uh, I call it an evening tour, but it's really an early evening tour. And it usually goes past 7.30, just to let you know, um, just because there's drinks involved and there's friendly people and they start talking and stuff like that. Um, and But every Wednesday I meet a group of eight people and we start eating and walking and talking. And we go to eight restaurants. We go to some of the best restaurants in town. I'll just mention we go to Kuda, uh, we go to Cultura. I almost said Karate. I wish we could get into Karate. And we, I have brought really small tours into Karate. 
Yeah, they will. They will let us in if they can. It's just they usually don't have room for us. Um, but I gotta look into that. You know, it's changing times. I should check out and see if Karate wants to host tours. But anyhow, on my e- Wednesday evening tour this week, we went to Cultura uh, or Cultura, if you prefer. And um, it was great. Eric Morris gives a chef. Eric Morris comes out, talks to the people, gives a tour of his fermenting room. We look at the whole facility, feeds them amazing food, tells them amazing stories. And it's really great. It's just one of the best stops ever. But the whole tour is really great. Like every stop on my evening tour is great. And I don't want to say them all because I don't want to ruin the surprise for anybody who might sign up, but uh, eight, eight restaurants. The eighth one is optional if everybody is full, but I'll tell you that last week I said, well, how does everybody feel about the eighth stop? And they were like, Oh, moan groan. I don't think we can do it. And then I told them what it was. And they were like, let's go. We can do it. And so they they heard what it was. They changed their minds. And we, we got that eight stop inside of us. It's a fantastic, fun time. And there's a little bit of history of Asheville. I'm not a historian. I just know what I know from taking other tours around town. And uh, But I tell what I know. And I make some stuff up. Um, you know, I let them know when it's made up though. Uh, and I describe our food scene and stuff like that. And we get to meet chefs last week on our tour. We met, gosh, I don't even know one, two, three, four, five, five chefs, five different great people came out and talked to our tour. It was awesome. Um, so that's, I just want to say, and I work for Asheville food tours. It's AshevilleFoodTours.com. I am putting together a tour with Asheville Brewing Brewery Tours, a word that I personally have trouble saying, brewery. Um, but I'm working on a tour with them and pretty much had it nailed down, just trying to carve out some time in the schedules of all the beer tour guides to take the food and beer tour with us so that they know how to run it. Um Tours are booming business, like everybody's booked solid. This world got so bored during 2021 that I think they just went bananas for travel and food tours and stuff like that, and tours of all kinds, as soon as they were able to. Um, but, yeah, so I'm working on a, a brewery tour with food is what it basically is, which surprise, I was surprised to find out that none of the brewery tours included food. There's three different at least three different brewery tours in town. And they all say on their website, be sure to eat something before you come on the beer tour. And I'm like, why not just feed these people? There's always food at the breweries, you know? And so, and I I didn't have that thought independently. Asheville Brewery Tours came to me with that thought. Um, And I was like, yes, that sounds very wise to me. So um, that's, and then I want to say along the same sort of lines, I guess, because it's a mind-altering substance, I'm going to start a THC tour of Asheville. Now, THC, of course, the active ingredient, marijuana, and come to find out, I didn't know this, I've been smoking weed for, I don't know, umpty dump years, and uh, never knew that there was like various kinds of THC and that you can extract some of them from, or all of them really, from legal hemp. And then you can add that to edibles and you can do all kinds of fun stuff with this essentially a legal form of THC. 
And I was given some as a sample packet from a place called Vapor World Asheville. They wanted me to sample some of their edibles with their Delta 8 and Delta 10 THC in them. I guess they also have Delta 9 THC products. I'm not sure. A hundred, I think they do. I, I gotta take a trip up there to the Vapor World and check it out, but um, they gave me this THC chocolate and some, a rice crispy treat type of thing. It's more like fruity pebbles, but, uh, and they were, the chocolate was real good in my opinion. I thought it was high quality, really good chocolate with unique and interesting flavors. The Coke, the fruity pebbles bar was sweet. And so I had, I actually had a hard time choking that one down just because it was so freaking sweet. But uh, my neighbor, who I shared it with, said, it was great. I ate it all, which ended up kind of effing him up a little bit because this legal Delta 8, Delta 9, Delta 10, what all, all of these Delta THCs, they do get you high. Like, ain't no mistake about it. They have a, a an effect on you, an effect on me, and uh, an effect on my neighbor, and we're not – we're not newbies, you know. Um, so uh it's not as profound as when you smoke some weed and it's not as long lasting as when you smoke some weed. So some people prefer it for those two reasons and some people call we might refer to it as light beer because of those reasons. But that's weird misnomer because light beer has the same amount of alcohol as regular beer, just less calories. So I'm not sure where that comparison's really coming from. Just people looking down their nose at it is where it's coming up. Looking down their nose at that Delta 8, Delta 10, because they don't get you as high for as long. But, hey, man, not everybody wants to get super blazed, you know. Um, and I say they're they're great because you can bring them anywhere with you. It's a fucking chocolate bar, and it's legal anyways. Oops, I just said swear. Oh, I've been trying not to do that. Pardon me. Maybe I'll just make the morning show full of swears because it's not broadcast on the radio. Leave your comments below. If you want me to swear on the morning show, let me know, and I'll start doing it. And my natural inclination is to swear my head off when I talk and, like, really restrain myself on these podcasts. Um, but any hoodles, uh, let's see, that's the, that's the THC tour. So I want to – there's a bunch of places downtown that sell this stuff, and so I want to get to know them all. Uh, walk in, press the flash, drive fist bumps, whatever in this COVID age and ask them if I can start bringing tours in and if we can get a sample. And uh, this is where I was going to just a minute ago is that you have to be careful how much of this stuff you eat because it can, even though it's not as profound or long lasting as smoking weed, it can knock you for a loop and it can catch up with you like zip zap right away. Uh, and it can, it can knock you on your ass. And so you got to watch out for that. And so on a tour, it's only so many of these treats I can actually feed the people, but I can give them samples to take home later and, and eat during the rest of their vacation. So I think that's an exciting concept. And I know that some of our competitive tour guide companies do listen to the show. So don't steal my idea. <laughs> it's out there in the world. Go ahead and try. Um, you know, I'm not like that. I'm not, I'm usually not probably, probably, I'm spacing out on the word. It is first thing in the morning for me. Uh, I'm usually not a dick about my 
ideas. If you can do it, go ahead and do it. Not all of my ideas are doable, and some of them are not doable by me and might be doable by somebody else. And a lot of them that are doable by me are not doable by other people. You got to be me to do some of these things. Um, all right. Well, that's, that's it. That's what I wanted to say about tours today. Um, got a, got an evening tour once a week. Going to add two more. Go to great restaurants, like top notch restaurants, top notch eats. And we, uh, have a great time and I'm going to add a, beer and food tour with Asheville brewery tours and I'm going to add a THC tour with Asheville food tours um I can do whatever I want with Asheville food tours they're very kind-hearted to me and I can launch an idea and they're like go for it Stu and if we sell tickets it's a thing and so I'm sure 100% sure that a THC tour marketed exactly like that a THC tour will sell tickets out the wazoo All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to the morning show and thanks for subscribing to my newsletter. I've been mentioning that I want to jump off of Facebook eventually. And by that, I mean, I want to stop using it as my primary means of communicating with the world because Facebook has just made it increasingly more annoying to run a business page on Facebook. Um, and adding this thing called business suite and uh, I don't even want to get into it, but it's such a nightmare to run your business through Facebook because it's constantly changing. It's like if you owned a brick and mortar and you walk, walked in one day and the landlord had changed the locks. And then once you get inside, all your furniture has been rearranged and the cash register works differently than it used to. And you'd be like, what, what I was given no warning that any of this was going to happen. What happened? And that's what it's like working with Facebook. It's like you wake up one morning and you log on and things are different. And you're just like, I don't, I don't have time in my life to relearn how to use Facebook every six months. So I, I said I wasn't going to get into it and then I did, but please subscribe to my newsletter. It's free or you can pay for it. And please follow me on stewhelmfoodfan.com. And of course, follow me on ashvegas.com and I'll still be doing Facebook. I've got 6,000, close to 7,000 followers on Facebook and I've got about 300. Um, subscribers on Substack. So when I get that subscriber level up to about 3,000 subscribers, then you'll see me really start to phase out Facebook. But that's going to take months and maybe even years. It took me eight years, like eight years to build Facebook to 7,000 followers. So stay tuned for the continuing story of how much I hate Facebook now. I used to love it. It's sad for me to feel this way about Facebook. It used to be just my favorite thing on earth and now eh, increasingly less interested in it. Um, okay. But I ain't going anywhere on Facebook anywhere soon because I do have so many followers there. All right, folks, have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow or next time. Bye.